taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you bounty hunters listen to. This week, we're marveling at the kingdom sunshine, but in the shadows, hitmen come for the Republic. The news is taking it to the Zenimax. Our topic is reminiscing, for real this time. And our dragon this week is Beyond Awesome, game director, Michelle Ansel. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Hey, so yet another week. We're still together. Thankfully, Florida hasn't messed it up too much. That's <laughs> yes. very true. Yes. Yeah, that's very surprising. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, knock on wood. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's yeah, knock, knock sound. Knock, yeah. knock, <laughs> knock, knock sound. Yes. Let's Who's not, there? Let's not be too ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we are still a quarantine state. Oh, okay. So. Yep. Yes. Yes. So we are still distancing and masking up and all that and other jazz. Working remote and all of that good stuff. That's right. Working, some of us. Some people. <laughs> some. Everyone's working, just some people are getting paid. That's hey, right. there it is. Yeah, you're right. Hey, That's we're, true. We're working hard on this year podcast. That's what? right. That's right. Yeah, we're also we're also twitching it up. We oh, yeah. Some- this week launched our first official Taste of Dragons gaming network branded week. That's right. <laughs> WTOD. WTOD. The Taste of Dragons Gaming Network. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty fun. We're about halfway through the week as the time of this recording, and uh, I think it's going pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I think, I mean, we're all having fun. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun idea. Look, if you want to do Twitch, you kind of need to do it almost every day, but uh, none of us want to do that every single day. No. So, so it's look, a good thing we have lots of us. Yeah. Luckily, yes. <laughs> we're a collective, so we can do it every day. Boom. There it is. You know? Oh, it's like a safety net. It yeah. Is. Work. <laughs> <laughs> And Lewis started us off with a bang, literally, on Monday. He has his Lewis Monday Murder Power Hour. Yeah. yeah. Tons of murder for an hour. Yeah, you yeah, you, where you take the objective and then throw that out the window and do everything else. Pretty much. It's like, hey, you have to do this thing. I'm like, well, that's cool. But what if I do this instead and create rivers of blood? There was so much murder, we lost count. Yeah, we yeah. did. I lost count. I didn't even try to count. I knew you have it was to add a counter. Yeah, we need to add a counter. That's what needs to happen. And to be honest, it's really gearing me up for Halloween, you know, a time uh, for yeah. spookiness, for some scariness, some some disturbing stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you for just whetting my appetite. Of course, man. For my, <laughs> my, my penchant for crimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for creeping us out with your yeah. murder power hour. <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> totally creeping us out. <laughs> it'll, keep, it'll, it'll keep going. <laughs> uh, but let's get into our games this week, though. What are you playing? And Lewis, like you started us off on Twitch, would you like to start us off this week? Yeah, I can do that. So uh, this week I played Hitman 2. Electric Uh, Boogaloo. Yes. (laughs) Hitman 2, Electric Boogaloo, or as I know it as, Hitman 2, The Streets. Um, Hitting it to the streets. Yes, it is a musical murder game where you have to shoot people to a rhythm. No, not really. That would be cool, though. Whoa, someone designed that. Anyway, they already have. It's it actually out. literally just came out. Yeah, it's what? coming out, yeah. yeah. It already came out, actually. The heavy metal one? Yeah, it did. Oh, it's uh, called uh, Hellbreak or Hell. 
point, one uh, of the two. Whoa. Hellbreak. Hellbeat. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all set to heavy metal, and you're shooting. It's like Doom meets um, Guitar Hero. Whoa. Yeah. That's a cool murder game. Okay. Anyways, besides the point, <laughs> I was just playing Hitman 2, which I believe is the sixth game in the Hitman series. Sure. Um, They're doing it Fast gosh. and Furious style, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm so confused. No. No, I haven't played the Hitman Two that you're you yeah you're playing. Yes, but I have played Hitman Two. Oh yeah, I played, <laughs> I, I played the original Hitman. Yeah, um, I played then Hitman Two, Silent Assassin, uh-huh. then Hitman Contracts, then Hitman um, Blood Money, then wow. Hitman Absolution. Wow, yeah, wow, you 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 know your your Hitman. Yeah, I've been that, playing that it you, since it came out. You made some of those up. <laughs> Definitely did not. At least, at least three of those. At least three of those are fake. Hitman, rock the Cosbah. Hitman, yeah, my minivan adventures. Yeah. <laughs> Hitman, back in the family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hitman Junior, the Saturday morning spinoff. Mrs. Yeah. Hitman. <laughs> yeah. You know, Hitman, out and about. All of these games, those were, titles were made up. But this game, six in the series, um, it just does the same thing that all the other games do it's like hey you're an assassin and you have contracts there is a story but the story is usually uh the character known as um mr 47 trying to undo the um, the company that essentially gives him the contracts because they're like an evil company and they're actually trying to kill him because he's too good he is good though he is he's he's good and it's a very convoluted story isn't that also the story for the born identity Actually, yes, that's it a is. story for like a million different spy or hitman things. Yes, or whatever. it yeah. is. And he's yeah. a clone in Hitman. He is. Whoa! Spoiler alert! Oh, forty-seven. I get it. Yeah, 40, yeah. Yes. He's, yeah. He's, he's number he's, forty-seven. He's Goodness. got a barcode on the back of he his. Does. Neck. He does. Right, he, right. He's yeah. a whole barcode thing. And actually, like a cool fact: the reason why they made him bald and with a barcode is because it was too difficult to design hair on him so they're like oh what if we just made him bald yeah but now he's just a random bald blank slate we need something cool oh what a barcode on the back (laughs) he has no hair on him like no eyebrows no can't grow a beard he has eyebrows light eyebrows but he has eyebrows but he has no facial hair and he's completely bald like as if he's never had hair what about the pits i you can go shirtless in that game. Yeah, you can. He has no hair. <laughs> I was about to say, okay. I think he's bald. Yeah, he's he, bald. he has no hair there. Yeah. Yes, he is essentially he's slick. He's ready for generic swimming. Generic man, so he can look like anyone and everyone. And any, I mean, any well, any white man, yeah. any man, any, any white man. <laughs> yes, any Which, white man between thirty-five and forty of a of, of an extremely muscular build. Which is uh, much. the majority. The majority of yeah. people yeah. in majority that game. Of people. I mean, you've played video games. That's how most men look in them. (laughs) Sadly, yes. (laughs) So this game, uh, a lot of times I try to do sneaky stuff, but then sometimes when I just get angry with not being able to complete the sneaky stuff, I just go on a rampage and just murder everyone. I'm like, okay, I finished it. Now let me try it the right way. (laughs) (laughs) After killing everyone, even people that you can't aim at because they're NPCs to the point that they don't even really count. To aim at, but then I kill them anyways. Right. Th- those games remind me of like like a Home Alone simulator because <laughs> like you want to get a Home Alone simulator. Uh, Home I Alone mean, is. Very I was gonna dark. say that's Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is super dark. So it's like if you want to get rid of one person. So sometimes you can make really elaborate elaborate plots, like take the muffin and poison it with this, and then send it over to the baker, and the baker mails it to the UPS, and yeah. I don't know, but it kind of goes through and through until finally you create like this rat trap. 
that everything kind of cascades oh. and falls on each other and then you get the yeah. murder and no one knows it was you. Literally in yeah. one uh, mission where I had to kill someone, there was uh, I had to get past some people, so then I took some guy's clothes, disguised myself, went by him, and there was a statue. I like loosened the statue and then I put something in it. And so then when they pulled it down, the statue fell and literally killed someone underneath. Home Alone. <laughs> home Alone. That is what that is. That is. Literally Home Alone. Yeah. Hitman properly is it just one giant Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, that sounds accurate. And then you also have the way Lewis plays it a lot of the time. Which exactly, is, which is just murder I, I just get an assault rifle just, and yeah. just mow them just down. And I'm the like, hornets. why are you running? Why yeah. are you running? There's no you can't report me for murder if there's no witnesses. That is my thought in Red Dead Redemption. I know. Well, <laughs> we gotta get you to play Dishonored because Dishonored oh, punishes yeah. you whenever oh, you kill Dishonored. someone you're not supposed to. Yes, it does. <laughs> I love that game. I played the first one, never played the second one, but love that game. Not as murder friendly, but no. still fun. Well, Lewis, I'm glad you have an outlet, my friend. I'm really, yeah, man. really glad yeah, you man. have an outlet. I mean, you, you saw me on Monday. I was playing Hitman 2, and I was I was, I was you, laughing it up. I, laughing? More like cackling. You were cackling. See, see, there's lots of people out there talking about how video games make people violent, and Lewis right. is just living proof that that's not true exactly yeah, true. i'm not a violent person no, no. i've right. never hit anyone no exactly <laughs> you know but you give me that game <laughs> you're dead you're dead <laughs> awesome awesome so that's hitman 2 yes and oh hitman 3 is coming out next year that's oh, right fun that's yeah. right it is uh what about you joe what did you play this week I picked up the Super Mario uh, 35th anniversary All Stars. Wahoo! Uh, 3D All Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I want that Wait, so, so bad. Cool. Wait, is that a new release? Indeed, it is. Indeed, <laughs> it is. I, I was very excited about it. Actually, I had literally the day before the uh, announcement release for that game, I had been telling Brian I was going to break out my GameCube and play Super Mario Sunshine because I missed playing Super Mario Sunshine. She did. It was literally like two days before. Yeah. Just <laughs> driving. She's like, you know. I'm, I really, I think I'm in the mood to play Super Mario Sunshine. It's been a long time. I think then Mario's like, "Hey, yo, Joe, look over here." Yeah, and just I was, you. oh, I was like a clapping fool during that. I was like, yes! <laughs> so you're I, like Oprah was giving out cars. They were giving video games to me. It was the glory days. So you can see into the future, is what I'm hearing. I think I can. Or you can make it come true. You just say things and they happen. I, well, we knew that already. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. She's like uh, Captain Picard. She just makes it so. She just. <laughs> <laughs> I understood Star Trek jokes, I would get that. <laughs> but right. I don't, but it sounded funny, so I'll take it. <laughs> all in all, the game's great, actually. They didn't change much. It's uh, The game runs off an emulator, so Nintendo created the emulator for all three games. It has Mario 64, it has Mario Sunshine, and it has uh, Mario Galaxy. All in the same pack for 60 bucks. It was pretty great. Quite a deal. Yeah. Definite oh, deal. If you've never played any of those games, this is worth it. If you've played two of those games, this is worth it. If if you just want to play one of them again, just just do it. It's great. <laughs> just do it. It's great. It really is. I, I didn't play Mario 64 to begin with, which is what I was going to do initially because I felt like, you know, start from the beginning. Right. Do it. Do this right. Take some time. I did not. I directly went to Mario Sunshine <laughs> because I played Mario 64 in the last couple of years. They re they redid it for right. the 3DS not that long ago. It was only maybe three, four years ago. And you had that hankering. You had yeah, a sunshine I hankering. I, 
I haven't played that game. You since had to roll your sleeves up, get on that vomiting Yoshi, and, and ride it on. I, I heard the oh, music man. is really good in Sunshine. It is. It's, 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 it's lovely. It, it has some of my favorite Mario music in it. Uh, Rico Harbor is fantastic. Bianco Hills is wonderful. There's a lot mm-hmm. of fun things that that Smash Brothers uses. When I initially was playing Smash Melee, when I was playing any of the newer Smashes, they always have two or three of the Sunshine pieces in there, yeah. and they're just they're glorious. They're and, really and the the level they have in Smash Brothers is one of the best, where they kind of fly yep. around all the different locations. Yep. In sunshine mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun and how, uh sorry how does it play on the switch because that's a gamecube game i think i might have played it recently on the wii or the wii u how does it translate to the switch controls okay or how I, are you playing it i have a hard time with sunshine specifically because i grabbed my gamecube controllers that connect to the switch and i was oh, very excited about go. it so it that was works. great game original gamecube controllers are wave birds they have a pressure sensitive thing to it which they took out of the game entirely for this so before when you pressed the oh. you know the water came out however hard you pressed the button yeah it was sensitive and, and, yeah. and so i barely ever had to use the function where you were actually turning the thing itself the flood i never really had to turn it i just moved my body and pressed the thing a little harder a little softer yeah to, to kind of just spurt the water it was out actually a, re- a really cool dynamic yeah it was super cool now unfortunately our any controllers now don't have pressure sensitivity to them they are either on or they're off you've pressed the button or you have not hmm. so it's on or it's off and it's on full power or it's off oh, um, wow. so I, I will say that does change things a so bit th- there's no workaround you just have no, to deal with it that's just I... how it is oh, wow. yeah Damn. you cannot hook up a gamecube controller to the game to play it with an, with a wave bird or anything else even though there is the ability to do that with other games huh. you cannot do that with this game okay Weird. it is one of the only downsides i found that my muscle memory for playing parts of the game i have i have not played this game probably in 15 16 years easily yeah the muscle memory was so good that i was just like oh yeah i remember this and i was just going to do things but could not do them because the pressure sensitivity didn't work and i had to change the way i was playing because the buttons are a little different so then i grabbed the pro controller i was like all right well gamecube controller is not working let me just use pro controller and see if this works it works a little better it's a little easier because I, i don't have the muscle memory of pressing the buttons the way i thought and then i played it on the switch and it's pretty fun on that too. Uh, there is no muscle memory for the Switch. I, <laughs> it's a completely different feeling game with Joy-Cons connected mm. to it. But it, it, I can say it's still a whole heck of a lot of fun. They awesome. upgraded everything. They didn't. They remastered the look. They did not remaster the gameplay. It's still phenomenal looking. The water is still glorious and really pretty. Nice. The water is some of the best parts of that Honestly. game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be. It's like it, the whole mechanic. It had, yeah. Yeah. it had to get that perfect. Yeah. For I, I, as much as you could as much for the as you game. Could for the yeah. <laughs> I can say my favorite thing about it isn't even playing it. It was listening to different people all over the internet who initially initial response to that game was they poo-pooed it. They did oh, not yeah. like it. A oh, lot wow. of people talked it's, real bad about this game. It's kind of seen as one of the dark horses of the 3D Mario. Right. Really? Because uh, yeah. you go from Mario 64 to that and people were expecting Mario 64, not oh, right. Mario with a flood on the back of him cleaning a pollution on an island. Oh. It's not what people expected and it was different. Yeah. It, it's But I, I will say it is one of my favorite Mario games. So sure. for me, the jump up when I was playing it wasn't really like, I wasn't expecting Mario 64. I saw what that looked like. It didn't look like the same kind of game, but it kind of is. And mm-hmm. and I, I, had a, I have a great time and I'm having an even better time watching people kind of completely flip the coin. Mm-hmm. Like they all start off saying, I didn't like it or I've never played this because I heard it was so bad. And now I love it and I think it's one of my favorites. It's like, I know, this is a great game. It like, introduces Bowser Jr. as an actual like full character, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is awesome. Oh, Shadow Mario is great. Yeah, Shadow Mario is really cool. super fun. I, I would just slide around town. It, yep. Nonstop. It's got, I wouldn't, sometimes I yeah. wouldn't even play. <laughs> it had some that. technical issues back in the day. I yes. mean, as far as just like 
camera angle it frustration. It's still there. Like, oh, it's there. Yeah. Jumps through, just like, ah, come on. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. like, That's some all there. really annoying game designs. And there's like a Plinko level yep. that you just can't control nope. and you just have to keep doing it until yep. ran- like until this- it yeah. randomly allows you yeah. onto the, pa- the platform you need to be yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's some frustrations there. in it that exists. game without a doubt. Sometimes you gotta try new things out <laughs> and not all the new things work. <laughs> yep. The a camera angles. Not a good thing in that game. So I, I remember right. when we started when I started playing it I was like I don't remember this being this bad. Mm-hmm. I really don't remember I, and I think my problem is it was that bad. Yeah. I don't remember what it's like to not have control over where the camera is. Right. It was that whole generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything on the 64 it yep. was like that, yeah. So all in all, though, and it it's you. phenomenal. Right. I'm having a blast. I will start Mario 64 probably next week or, or later this week because I think I'm almost done with this game because I'm taking my time. I actually don't like riding Yoshi's in this game at all. So no, no it, it is a weird it's experience, weird. and I don't. It doesn't make the game better to me. I feel like I could jump easier without the Yoshi. Because it's, it's Yoshi's controls from like Yoshi's Island, so Yoshi has like that floating jump and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And, he, and he spits. He spits at everyone. I know. It's, 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 it's acid. hilarious. It's not cleanup pollution <laughs> thing. It's like an acid that murders yep. everything around he is it. That I think thing from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Dilophosaurus. Now. Yes, I think in my headcanon when I first played the game I just pretended Yoshi was drunk all the time it was like it was just like no it was just like the next morning he was just like hey Mario how you need a ride oh I'm sorry I'm sorry oh I just had some bad fruit (laughs) and that's why he always made that noise when he jumped yeah Yeah. he was drunk I can see it. I'm there. It's I think actually I will, weird. I will spend the rest of this time thinking that. <laughs> Yoshi can actually fly, but hungover Yoshi can't. No. Yep. Yeah. That's what it is. He tries. He and tries. He just yeah. <laughs> that's just inebriated. <laughs> awesome. So that's uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. From part of the Super Mario All Stars 3D, 3D thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, nice. And then I'll go next. Uh, the game I played this week was Star Wars The Old Republic. Which is the MMO oh, wow. right. that they made. Is that uh, still live? It is. Whoa. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, because like, I saw... So for Sims 4, they have the uh, the Return to Batu yeah. expansion that they had for it. And I was like, ooh, that's an itch I, I can't scratch. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm interested in that. Star Wars video games? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, I don't know if I want to get back into Sims 4. However, there is the free-to-play Star Wars game that I used to play a whole heck of a lot back in the day. <laughs> right. Maybe right. I'll re-download that. And okay. I'll, I'll play that. And so that's what I did. So I, I downloaded it. I downloaded all 30 or 40 gigs of it. Okay. <laughs> and oh, wow. then as I was going to start it up, I was like, wait a minute. I think this is on Steam now. Um, is there achievements on Steam? There are achievements <gasps> on Steam. Oh, my gosh. Now so, you have a game. And so I was like, oh, no. I don't want to re-download 40 or 50 gigs all over again so i was like well let me let me let me add it to my steam library so it downloaded it but it just downloaded the launcher for it and i was like okay let me just try copying all the files from what i downloaded into the steam folder oh. and it worked oh my oh, whoa. gosh <laughs> i mean it's, it would have been free anyway yeah yeah yeah. So still like, fine. yeah. yeah, yeah. but it's still it would have like, been a great way to get you don't it wait again <laughs> yeah i just didn't want to i just want to re-download yeah. and we yeah, had yeah. wait again so i was like Oh my God, it worked. <laughs> That's I, great. I logged on, gave me all of my achievements. I was like, all right. Um, oh man. Yeah, because I'd already just, done a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, so. You got backfilled awesome. this a bunch of achievements. Yeah. That's fantastic. It was great. And so I got back into it. Are right, you a Jedi? Are you a Sith? I'm a Sith. You're a Sith? Sith of warrior. Of course. Of course. Of course. Does it still look the same? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they've, they've, done a, they've done a couple of graphical updates, but it's still a game from 2011. I couldn't tell. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she came out from behind and she was watching. Is this that old game that you like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm sure that game is super fun and has like a great MMO hook. The trailers for it, however, always trick me <laughs> because the trailers look so dynamic mm-hmm. and like I'm like, what is this new Star Wars animated movie coming oh, out? Yeah. And then it's the MMO and I'm like, I'm sure it's fun. <laughs> it is. No, I, they, when they before they made it, they were like rumoring that they were going to make another KOTOR and I was a huge fan right, of KOTOR. Yes. It was like Star Wars Mass Effect and I was like right. this is everything I want and then at the end of the day they're like it's an MMO and I was like I hate you. I hate all of you and everything that you do. <laughs> However, so it is free to play now. Yeah. So you have everything that's free is from level 1 to 60, which is most of the game actually. It's almost all of the single player content. Which is all that that game is really good for. Okay. Oh, wow. the, the single player, like it actually does still tell a KOTOR story, but you have yeah. eight different characters. So you have eight different points of view, eight different story. story. And it's even, a lot of them are just different stories. Okay. And so the story alone is completely worth it, especially because really? it's free. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's well, I mean, a, a, my, my time, man. Like, uh-huh. I, I mean, is, I it, is it good for my time? It is. It absolutely is. Okay. The story is actually does tell a really good Star Wars story, a Great. good KOTOR story. So, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. That's yes. good to hear. And it's it still holds up. I'm, I'm still enjoying the heck out of it. Awesome. Uh, I went back to my old characters. What's, what's the name of your Sith? Darth Lord... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that, it, it's, clear, it's clearly Tariff, right? Darth Tariff? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Darth Tariff. Oh, yeah, Tariff is a pretty good Sith Lord name. Lord Tariff? Yeah. 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 It is. Darth Tariff? Yeah. It's, it's funny because it's like, fists. yeah, there's yeah. A, a lot of soft. Darth Tariff. Darth Tariff. Listen, my character's got a lisp. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's so far from what uh, George Lucas would have made Darth names anyway. It's so it's like terror, but terror. Yeah. Yeah. That's Lucas branded. That is. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars, the old Republic, still a fun game. Get into it if you haven't. Again, it's completely worth it for the story. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And then uh, how about you, Amanda? What did you play this week? So I played a new re-release. Ooh. Re-release. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. Oh, um, yes. If you haven't heard us talk about Kingdoms of Amalur before, I was a super big fan of this MMO when it came out. Not an MMO, this RPG when it came out. <laughs> uh, it's just on my brain. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of backstory. The the studio that made Kingdoms of Amalur went out of business, I think, like a week before it released, but they did still release yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. So it was sad because we played it and the DLC knowing that it would never see the light of day again. Uh, it was made also it better. It did. <laughs> <laughs> also, the story was written by R.A. Salvatore, who created Feyren, if you're a big fan of Wait, the He D's created Feyren? I'm pretty sure he write... If he didn't create it, he created the... Wow. Um, that's some that's some deep uh, D&D stuff going on right now, yeah. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> if he didn't create Feyren, he created the Dritz Chronicles, which are kind of like the quintessential Feyren... Oh, yeah, he Feyrunian stories. Did, yeah. And we went even deeper. Yeah. <laughs> so he created the lore for this game. Obviously, the lore is very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what it means. But I relo- redownloaded it was four years old. It's older than that. It's it? older than it's that. Yeah. Old. I think 2013. Yeah, like is four when years it came out. Seven years ago. <laughs> like four um, years ago. That's four. For a game that's so old, it it still looks and feels very fun. Uh, they definitely did a little bit of remastering to it. Um, and I have to say, this is the only game I've ever played where blocking is fun. Like if you do it right, <laughs> take that, the, Demon Souls. I, I just <laughs> don't like blocking. It's not a video game thing. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, 
but if you catch it at the right time, it like slows down the camera and then you like didn't, it's, it's very well done as someone who hates blocking. The only thing that I found difficult about the game is that the side quests are very interesting. You go into a new area and then inevitably like something is wrong with that area and you have to like help fix it. And all the side quests are kind of interconnected in this beautiful way because it's mm-hmm. got this really rich lore. But what I didn't notice the first time I played it is that there's an overarching story that ties everything together. Like something happens to you and you have to figure out like what's going on. And I've played like seven hours of it so far and I've had about like 13 minutes of the main story. Like there is so much side quest wow. and so little main quest that like it's so distracting. I think it's more just a sign of the times is like that you were judged by the length of your game and right. how yes. much content you had and that this suffers from that a little bit in that like I don't want to kill my 400th spider. <laughs> I'm really ready to leave. But I also don't like leaving little exclamation marks on the map. I have, I have, <laughs> I to, I ha- I have to, I have, I have I to. Hear you. I gotta do them. It's, um, it's Skyrim. It's, you know, it's Elder Scrolls all over again type of thing. Mm-hmm. And this reminded me a lot of um, the Cyberpunk uh, article that just came out that they're like, hey, our game is going to be shorter than Witcher was. Yes. But we're doing that on purpose and we're doing it for you because we think that's what you actually want. And mm-hmm. having, and at first I was really disappointed about that. I was like, no, oh, give me all the game but now that i'm playing Avalar, i'm like you're probably right <laughs> i don't i don't need 300 hours of spider killing just give me probably nine not. spiders i'll be all right <laughs> yeah you'll get your fill yeah and, but the game was great and what's yeah. cool about this is that they are they did remake this game um but they're gonna actually release new dlc that yeah. has never seen the light of day before oh, that's wow. awesome. so it, and i think it's gonna be original content it's not like it was old assets or something mm-hmm. but they actually are continuing the story which for me is the main selling point. I want to see where that story goes. That was the one big thing that I would lamented about the studio going under. Is like, I just like this world. And I yeah, like these characters. Really cool. And I'm sad I'm not going to get to see it. Well, this today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> Finish that game, Andy. <laughs> Complete that main mission, damn it. I want to play. That's awesome. All right, so that's uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, the Re-Reckoning? Correct. Awesome. Nice. And then what about you, Troy? What did you play this week? All right, so I didn't set out this week to play Fortnite, okay? It wasn't something that was on my radar necessarily. It's been on my system ever since the Travis Scott concert. I thought about watching Inception on it. I didn't. And so it's just been chilling. And so the other day, I, I, I don't know why I did it or whatnot, but I, I did know that they had recently come out with the new Marvel expansion, maybe about two weeks ago for their latest season. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Marvel. I, I grew up on Marvel. We all love Marvel. We're all, you know, it's, it's ingrained in our pop culture. So I was like, well, let's see what this Marvel thing's all about. Popped it in. Yeah, the disc version of Yeah, right in there. <laughs> I popped in the disc version of Fortnite. It's the, actually the, Retro. Only, the only disc you do own. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite. For Fortnite. some reason, the free game. <laughs> so I popped I, it in. I reround my VHS tapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, the beautiful cinematic, Thor and Mystique and all the Marvel characters come up. But I finally got into the game. And I was like, all right, let's see what's going on. I drop into this neighborhood, and it's just like a regular suburban neighborhood. I'm like, this doesn't look anything different from Fortnite. I look up at the statue, and it's Dr. Doom. And I'm like, oh, all right, that's a cool... I see the difference. They probably just added some aesthetic things. Mm -hmm. I try to go into one of the houses, and there's like a face lock on it. I can't get in. So I just smash it in, whatever. I then find a costume inside that that I can dress up as one of like like Doom's henchmen and go into all of these houses like without having to smash anything. And there's other Doom henchmen walking around like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, great, how are you? <laughs> and I keep on walking. They're not just Doom bots? Maybe they're Doom bots, yeah. Okay, I, don't, I don't know the official okay. name. Sorry. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I, I just keep hearing Doom henchmen. I'm like, they're just Doom bots. Yeah. They look like Doom, right? They just look like they Doom? They look like Doom. They have like 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 uh, suits on. 
pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, a Doombot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we're good. Sorry I, about that. So I look like a Doombot. At this point, I'm like, nope. what is Fortnite? I thought Fortnite was like a battle royale. Everyone's killing you or whatever. There's nobody in sight. I'm just playing my own like Doom game here. <laughs> so there's a huge house on the end. I get my little face thing. I get inside. It scans my face. And there's just awesome loot inside. I'm having a great time. I'm like, this is really cool. I, I'm not, I don't feel any pressure. I'm not feeling that like, oh my God, someone's going to come get me. I'm just enjoying this like environment they made. And then I go into the living room, and then all of a sudden, doom, 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 just lumbering across is Dr. Doom casually. (laughs) Just a casual, like, I I lost the remote in my living room (laughs) thing. He looks over to me, and he's like, huh, a little little question mark goes over his head. I'm like, this is going to work. This is going to work. And he comes closer. He's like, ah, he realizes I'm not a doom a doom bot. Starts shooting me horribly. I'm like, no! I jump out of the way. We get into a huge fight with Doctor Doom. I smash the side of a house, and then I get him from like a catty corner, and I defeat Doctor Doom. Nice. Now, what's wow. great about that is I get his gauntlets, and I can like shoot things from it. Whoa. So this is where I was like, what is this game? I'm gonna recap the. I'm just gonna quickly go through the rest of my, <laughs> my time here. I then proceeded to go find Tony Stark's uh, uh, lair or like his laboratory. I couldn't get in. There was too much action inside. Real players were dropping in. So instead, I stole his car. His actual <laughs> it just looks like Iron Man, and it boosts you over a cliff. To which I also got his his Doom bots, but they're like Tony Stark. They're like yeah. light. They're like uh, Ultron lights. Yes. <laughs> and three of them are like, we're gonna we're gonna roll with you. So I'm like, great. So here I am. Like Doctor Doom gauntlets, three Iron Man henchmen or Iron Man bots like walking with me, and and all of a sudden Thor comes in, <laughs> and it's a real player dressed as Thor, and we're duking it out, fighting, and I'm like, oh, my Doom bots, are, my my Doom bots, my my Iron Man bots are having like Legion, the, my Iron Man Legion. Thank you, You're Joe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Comic book professionals are the best. <laughs> um, so the Iron Legion are just having this fight with with Thor. I'm not doing anything because I'm not good at at Fortnite. Um, so as we're doing it, I kind of like get away because I'm not going to beat Thor. I just don't have that. And I hide behind a tree and I'm like, all right, there's like three people left in this game. There's Thor. There's me. And all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, what is that? And I look above the tree. I can't see it. And then I keep looking. I'm like, what's happening? And I finally get the right angle. A helicopter is coming right towards me. Hits the tree. I'm like, no. I start, I fly everywhere. I'm not dead. I'm just holding on. I'm throwing my doom power gauntlets. I don't know what they do at there. My my Iron Legion has been thwarted by by Thor. And then the, <laughs> thwarted. The, thwarted. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. I really wanted to make yes. that fun. <laughs> yes, beautiful. Oh man. Um. So the 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 helicopter explodes on me. I'm half dead. And all of a sudden, doom doom. Groot walks out. Of the <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you learn how to fly a helicopter? <laughs> and, and he said, "Groot." <laughs> I am Groot. Yeah, and then we just, and then he just demolished me. It was just, it was nothing else. He just came out. He like ducked in the water and was like, "Groot, Groot, Groot," and I was dead. But I was just like the the fact that all these Marvel characters just have this layer of Fortnite like um, absurdity to it was so funny to me. That's hilarious. <laughs> And then I went back in maybe two more times. Each time was just another kind of hilarious madcap like mashup of Marvel that it, it's maybe not intentional. Maybe it is. Probably is. Uh, but was just so dumb. <laughs> I, I couldn't help but have a good time. So that's awesome. It yeah, just sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, probably not for that long, but for what it is, yeah, sure. <laughs> However, I would like to congratulate you, Troy. 
Oh, you yes. did get your very first Fortnite win this week. I got my first victory royale last night right after the stream. Yep. We had our friend zone stream, and I got kicked out because of the service. So I was just hanging out in the chat, and I was like, I'll just go into Fortnite, do some more of this dumb Marvel stuff. And I wasn't even trying, but somehow I weaseled my way to my first victory. So Chang, Chang, I am. Uh, I'm Generation Z now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. Now, you, now you can uninstall the game. <laughs> yeah. Game over. That's all you need. Awesome. So that's Fortnite, the Marvel season? Let's yeah, the Marvel that. expansion. Yeah, Marvel expansion. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right. So that'll do it for our games. Now it brings us to our news segments. News, 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 news. It's a helicopter. <laughs> do you, do you I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this week, there is lots of announcements. So many announcements, guys. But we'll start with the one that didn't get one, and that is Nintendo shadow dropped a new Kirby game called Kirby Fighters 2. I saw that. It's a uh, Smash Brothers-like game, but instead of choosing your fighter, you choose what power your Kirby has. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'll be doing that later tonight. <laughs> was that a free game at some point, I feel? I think Kirby Fighters was. Okay. And this is the second one. Gotcha. So this gotcha. one's uh, 20 bucks, I believe. Okay. On the Nintendo eShop. And it was really weird. Like, it was kind of, like, released onto the eShop, like, on Monday or something like that. And then it was taken off of it. And we were like, what, what the heck was that? And then no announcements. And then it was put on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday nights just out of the blue. So, cool. Really hey, weird. more Kirby, the better. That's right. That's right. What and happens that, if Kirby sucks in another Kirby? Ooh. That's how Kirby's are born. Oh, that's ooh. how Kirby's are born. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, man. Wow. That's the bird and the Kirby's. <laughs> <laughs> the bird and the Kirby's. Yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and then next up on our announcements, Amazon announced a new cloud-based streaming game service called Luna. Uh, it's basically Google, Google Stadia. Because Stadia is doing so well. <laughs> it's, it's Stadia. It's a different technology giant at the helm. You know, They got to try. They're the ones. They'll keep, yeah. they'll keep trying. This they has probably keep, been yeah. in the works for a while. So they're probably yeah. like, eh, you know, let's just, let's just go for it. They can, they can afford to lose the money, and we need someone to try this technology out. So it's, exactly. go for it, please. Exactly. Uh, and it's going to be $5.99 a month for the main service, which gets you actually a pretty good, decent amount of games. And then in the future, though, what they're going to have different, though, is that they're going to have uh, game channels that you can subscribe to and you get all of that game company's games. Oh, that's oh, fun. That's so smart. so the, they've only announced one so far, which is Ubisoft. And so oh. with that, you will get to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla day one. Okay, Whoa. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so they haven't announced a price for the separate channels, but that's pretty cool. That's I, I really do like cool. that. It feels co- cool and also horrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> y- yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then speaking of Assassin's Creed, to celebrate the Hidden Blade coming back in all of its glory in Valhalla, they released a video highlighting all of the assassins who used it. Wait, no. Uh, this is uh, this is Ubisoft. I take that back. They only included the male assassins in Gosh, their video. <laughs> no way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They, not a single sad. female was in their video that they released. I mean... Why? And like, and like, the, it, it made sense. They want to do it with. They want to do a video where it comes back because in Odyssey, they didn't. There wasn't a, a hidden blade. It was just yeah. a knife. Yes, <laughs> it was hundred percent just a knife. It was not hidden. No, <laughs> um, everyone saw. So it. Cassandra's probably like the most popular assassin. So I can understand not putting Cassandra or 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 uh, the other guy in. Yeah, <laughs> Alexios. Um, Alexios. Yeah, but like, in, yeah, Aveline from Assassin's Creed uh, the, Liberation. The, the Liberation. Yeah, Liberation. Yeah, and Anya from Assassin's Creed. 
read uh, Origins. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, Ava, Eva Green. Yeah. Green. yeah. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> I say that because Henry Green loves Evie Fry. <laughs> okay. Henry Green is in that game. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Henry Green is like her love interest. It doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> Evie Fry is her name. Troy outed his uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed fanfic. That he's <laughs> it's just funny, though, because like a solid at least third of the assassins have been women yeah. and not a single one of them was included how do they keep making these mistakes is nobody watching their material before they put it out do they need someone to because I'm, I'm free no, no, no. Ubisoft Pl- plenty of male executives I'm sure oh, watch yeah, that yeah. and we're like oh no that looks You're good like, this put is good <laughs> good Gosh. bunch of got dudes okay just, so just as a tip just everything you do from now on Ubisoft <laughs> just like before it goes out, you know, when you do like the, the, the final press release check mark, just put a box next to that just says women in all capital letters. Yeah. If you don't check that box, you don't release it. Exactly. Just, <laughs> this isn't a general rule. This is just for you. That's some <laughs> solid advice. Yeah, there's, yeah. Only, there's only two options. Women, yes, or not applicable. There's, there's only two options for that box. They'll just keep hitting not applicable. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> They're only one box. No, only women one box. or you don't release it. Yeah. That's yeah. so It's just funny considering that can validate because you'll be able to choose whether you want man or woman. It's like, yeah. okay, if, right? you, if you're giving them the choice, why not show both? <laughs> you you would think that their PR team would just be having a nightmare right now with all of the bad publicity and the idea that no one was just like, you know what? Well, well you know, it just continued because <laughs> yeah. people flooded them with like, what what the hell, man? Really? And uh, so they released a second video where they're like, all right, now all of them are yeah. in. And they, they can't had take like that a, first video nope. back. No, 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 no. They, they apologized and stuff. But yeah, they did. It, the apologies are meaning less and less. Yeah. It, it's the more crazy. times they mess up. Because it just seems like they're just not caring. It's like you're just not paying attention. Or, not, or they're not changing. They're not yeah. listening. Or not trying. I don't yeah, all yeah. of these things. All yeah. of them. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's also, to be fair, they're a very large company, and these type of changes take a long time. Which is so. sad yes. yeah. that it has to take that long. Exactly. But, yeah. But uh, but also, where things never change, Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S went up for a pre-order this week. And mm-hmm. so, unlike the PS5 pre-orders, though, everyone knew when these would go on sale. So that's you know, a nice little change for yeah. the PS5. Oh, they that, had a date and time yeah. and schedule? Yeah. Uh, Xbox already won the pre-order battle oh, they did. just uh, by doing that. However, that did not change the climate of the pre-orders because right. yeah. it's still every single major and smaller site crashed at 11 Eastern. Yeah. There was still... Blood on the dance floor. Yeah, Xbox was still really bad because, like, PlayStation didn't tell us when, but Xbox named their their new console similar to their old console. So some people in their rush to click buttons (gasps) ordered the old console and not the new one. Microsoft, that is smart. Well, especially because you're, you're trying to click the button so you fast, you don't yeah. have time to be like, did I do this right? Exactly. You have to get it in in two minutes or you don't get one. That's so. sad on multiple levels. Yeah. But I mean, like, we didn't mess it up. I mean, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 aren't that different in title either. But Yeah, but this was an Xbox It's Xbox Series, Series X, X and Series S. Whereas the other one was Xbox One X. Oh, gosh. And, yeah. You know, like, so it, it was confusing. an Xbox yeah. X and an Xbox X, which was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, much yeah. easier to be like four or five versus like one X, X, U, X, C, X, The thing people had a problem with the PlayStation was that it was disc or, no, or digital. Yeah. That was the right. word that was throwing people off. And even then, you're still getting the same system. Whereas if you bought an X right. or an S of the new Series X or S, they are different. Right. And yep. if you bought the other one, they're really different. Oh, man. Like, oh. oh, yeah, they're different. Yeah. Well, they're gonna get wow. it very soon, though. Anybody here? <laughs> anybody here doing Xbox? 
I am trying to talk myself into doing it. I okay. really want one. I, I just right. yeah, there's probably, nothing launch title. Yeah, exactly. We probably will, just not in, in the foreseeable future. Not at launch. Yeah, they put a Naruto launch, game so. on that thing, and I will buy it instantaneously. Yeah. So, I, apologies, Xbox users out there in podcast land. Send yeah. us your experiences. <laughs> exactly. However, I will be still playing the games just because I have a gaming PC. Yeah, right. that, yeah. That was, we have a PC. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so all of this Xbox hype with uh, the new console at best will probably get us to buy Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it should, yeah. it should. It's which is great. Which is saying a lot for us PlayStation nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then speaking of Xbox, in the last of our announcements, Microsoft made a bold move. They bought Zenimax Media, which is the parent company of Bethesda and like a bunch of other game studios. Okay. How wow. do I not just drop one mic, but like 800 billion mics? <laughs> no, 7.5 oh, billion 7. mics. 7.5 billion mics. That is... Wow. That, what a purchase. What a buy. Yeah. Uh, which comes with, you know, Fallout. It comes with Elder Doom. Scrolls. Doom. Doom. Um, Dishonored. It, Dishonored. All those franchises, let alone all a bunch of new games that are coming out, which includes PS5 timed exclusives, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Deathloop. Gosh. So there will be So a, that's... Yeah. So PlayStation will be making money off of that exclusively, but yes. so will Microsoft at the same time. <laughs> yep. I Genius. found it interesting that I didn't know some of the, the PlayStation exclusives were timed exclusives until this deal came yeah. out. Right. Because a lot of Deathloop and, uh, and Tokyo, Ghostwire, both of them seemed like they were PlayStation exclusives, period. Definitely. So I, I'm actually kind of happy to hear that mm -hmm. a bunch of those were actually only timed anyway, because yeah. other people will get to play them we'll get now. get to play them. Yeah. I bet the Final Fantasy announcement that was like PlayStation exclusive, I bet that's also timed, because there's no way they're just going to sell Final there's Fantasy no on way. one yeah. platform. Yeah, most, most nowadays, especially if it's a third-party company, yeah. if those are exclusives, I agree. It's just mostly timed exclusives, which, hey, a year on one console is enough. It, yeah, yeah, it can do a lot of damage. It could. But I, I get what Microsoft is trying to do. I mean... Uh, PlayStation, they've got actual exclusives like God of War and The Last of Us and Uncharted mm -hmm. and Ghost of Tsushima and Infamous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lot of really big franchises that are just for them. And Xbox does too. It's got a Talos and, and whatnot. Xbox is missing the RPGs. It stopped developing in its RPGs a yeah. while ago. And I think it's, it's trying yeah, to pick that missing. back up. Yeah. Right now with this purchase, they now have 23 studios underneath them. Whoa. Underneath Microsoft or Xbox. I think they went from like 13 to 23 to 23, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Holy crap. I, I applaud the business move. And yes. I definitely see like, hey, this is, like, I get it. Like, this is necessary. You got to do this oh, yeah. to, to be competitive. But also I feel like, you can't make your own. <laughs> it's like you, you're having you problems. Like, you can't, do, make you can't your, do a thing. Like I think they've or, proven over the past few years that the answer is no. <laughs> Xbox has done that with other companies, but those relationships haven't been as strong over the years, unfortunately, for for reasons probably yeah, out of yeah, their yeah. hands. Yeah, or or in their hands. There's been a lot of articles <laughs> yeah. about like it, it's like it's, and, it's, and it's not. Yeah. And it's not a Microsoft-specific problem, but there's a lot of times where, like, oh, the executives messed up or conflicted with the creative process, and sure, then it wasn't sure, as good sure. as it could have been. Yeah. Or, and, yeah. and, and, and Microsoft definitely has learned from their mistakes. All I've heard recently is people who have been acquired by Microsoft have been like, oh, they've been awesome. They've just yeah. been giving us money and just letting us do our thing. They said we were yeah. profitable beforehand. We were doing our thing, and we're still going to be. I feel like they got some really smart people at the head of Xbox yeah. right now. Phil Spencer. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, 
Yeah. But I, I, Sony can't do anything. I know people are saying like, Sony, you should buy Konami or Retaliate or something. But don't like, do they that, don't have though. to. No. Like, don't, don't do that. Microsoft is a trillion dollar company. Yeah. PlayStation, Sony, you make TVs. Also, also <laughs> you make like, the Walkman. Also, like, we don't want everything to be an exclusive, guys. Just exactly. Yeah. It's right. fine right. that they sell this to multiple platforms. It's, like, it's yeah. okay. If I still get my Fallout to my Elder Scrolls, I'm fine. <laughs> and, and you're still going to get your exclusives from those other companies, especially if, like the Japanese company Konami and those other ones are most likely going to be PlayStation exclusive anyways. Oh, because really? You think Xbox do not sell in Japan? Oh yeah. They do oh not. really? They yep. do not. Oh sell my in god, Japan. they do not. Wow. <laughs> when so, you walk into a, a any any place, the Xbox section of a store is a four foot section, whereas there are aisles and aisles of PlayStation Vita games. Wow. Uh, aisles of them. Like yeah, yeah there's wow. it's and it's ridiculous. They're, Xboxes don't sell. Damn. Yeah. So okay. so it is you know it is what it is and since Sony is a Japanese company they don't need to run right. those types of moves. They don't so, care for the most part. <laughs> but great move. I, oh yeah. I love what it does Smart. to the industry. Yeah. yeah. And just to put this in perspective, so it cost Microsoft 7.5 billion dollars to acquire this. Uh, Star Wars was half that for Disney. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, the video game industry makes more money than the movie oh, industry. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Infinite but, but still, just, you know, processing yeah. in your mind, like, wow, Star Wars. Star Wars. Was cheaper. All of Star Wars. All Not of just, Star like, Wars. one yeah, of the no, movies. No, no, no. Yeah. Not just, like, give me Empire Strikes Back, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, all of them. Yeah. Wow. That's, so, wow. So, just for your perspective. So, goodness. And, yeah, it was, it's crazy. What a flex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guns. In case anyone <laughs> forgot that they had money. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Smart choice, though. Absolutely. So that will do it for our news. But we still have one last little little treat for you guys. It's not, unfortunately, turn up for what. I wish it was. But it is <laughs> Adventures in, in Twitch. Twitch. Breaking news. The Taste of Dragons is now on Twitch. Join us on Monday for Murder Power Hour, where Lewis kills random NPCs with inanimate objects. Join us on Wednesday for the Friend Zone, where we play Fall Guys, Red Dead, and more with you, our Twitch family. Join us on Thursdays for Oops, I Bought a Thousand Games, the segment where Troy plays, you guessed it, a thousand games. Join us on Friday for Metal Year Solid, where Hassel plays through a solid year of Metal gear. Join us on Saturdays for Missed Shots with Joe and special guest Jen. And finally join us on Sunday for We Love Indies. This week, Manda and Troy will play through Willie Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town. With more content than ever, we'll see you soon on Twitch! Adventures in Twitch! Man, that's, that was a that was a pretty spur of the moment uh, thing we just did. Yeah, that was out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. That was great. All right, cool. So now that brings us to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. And this week, Troy's bringing it to us. So last week, we mentioned that the 3DS was no longer being manufactured, and we wanted to do it right. We wanted to take a little bit of time to reflect on the Nintendo 3DS. Thank you for the time that it has spent because, y'all, it's done. Oh, yeah. It's done. Uh, so real quick, I have uh, off of Kotaku the official statement from uh, Nintendo. We can confirm that the manufacturing of the Nintendo 3DS family of systems has ended. Oof. Nintendo and third-party games for the Nintendo 3DS family of systems will continue to be available in the eShop and Nintendo.com. But the existing library of more than 1,000 3DS games contains critically acclaimed titles. And it's just like, but, but, but the games are okay. Yeah. <laughs> the system, however, not so much. So I wanted to do a little retrospect on this. So what I would like to ask you all is 
what was maybe one of your favorite Nintendo 3DS moments looking back? Okay. Uh, do you want to start us off, Troy? Love to. I, for me, I remember going to conventions mm-hmm. and going to the costume contests. And in the costume contests, just getting to see everyone bring out their 3DS because at the convention, like everyone had one. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there was just like this collective uh, sub conversation <laughs> happening <laughs> within the. Or just or, or a separate game because the they picto had, chat yeah the, the, the pic well the picto chat well that was before I don't think that was 3ds that was on the DSi but right. it was in 3 ds it was you in 3ds okay chat, yeah. then it was the the picto chat and also the the puzzle games mm-hmm. all the things that you needed uh, other players to be near you to do yes that was a, such a great time because I never really got to be around other 3ds players um, in large quantities so it was such like a a moment where you're like, oh, I can get all my puzzle pieces. I can get all my paintings. <laughs> I can do all these things. And I just would be overjoyed. So uh, thank you, 3DS, for that lovely gaming memory of community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go next because that actually kind of ties in with what, what yours was. Uh, my favorite gaming anything with the 3DS was the Street Pass. Just walking mm-hmm. past people, having oh, that's it in what your it was pocket. Called. Yeah. yeah. Having it in your pocket, and then you open it up, and you can have up to 10 people that are, you passed on the street. And you're like, oh, sweet. I passed people who are also paying the 3DS. You know, it's not just <laughs> me. Awesome. And, and, but my favorite memory, though, was I was actually at a convention. Uh, Joe and I were sitting out front. So it was at uh, MegaCon. So we're just sitting out front, you know, collecting street passes as everybody else passes by. And then I'm, I'm going through my, 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 my street passes. And then all of a sudden I see one of them like comes up and it says, hi, my name's Riddle. You know, blah, 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 blah. I was like, Riddle? Wait a minute. And I look up and I saw the cosplayer Riddle walking past us oh. and i was like oh my god i have always wanted to meet her <laughs> so and, and so i like i was like tap joe i was like i think that's riddle and joe goes that that is so we're like all right so i was like so we got up and we, we walked over to her she was going up to like check in and i was like hey uh we just street passed with you is it is it cool if we take a photo with you she goes you guys street pass with me? Absolutely. <laughs> and she was the nicest person uh, just for two random people that she happened to street pass with. Meeting new friends. That's awesome. And and yeah, and, and that was that was that that's probably my, my best memory of the three DS. Awesome. Or at least encapsulates it with Awesome, awesome. Mine was definitely fantasy life. Fantasy life was my life for like six months. <laughs> not only it was, if you can imagine how much we've been into Animal Crossing on this podcast, when Fantasy Life came out, I think it might have been while I was unemployed. Um, but uh, I remember a good time to be into Fantasy Life. It is <laughs> everyone at our house just playing that game nonstop for days. There was so much content, and it was so it was great because it was like everything you talked about all of the time, right. all inclusive. It was it was so good. I'm getting a lot of like uh, community vibes from yeah. from our memories here of just oh. like how it kind of brought people together in in fun and in different ways. It sounds like yeah. What about uh, what about you all, Lewis Joe? Um. I, I don't know what the 3DS is. <laughs> well, it's a Nintendo. I didn't own a 3DS. It had two screens. I, One of them was 3D. I've owned a PS4, and uh, that's about it. Never any other game systems. No. Um. So for 3DS, um, I I think the thing I played on there the most was Super Smash. Yeah. Um, it was I had it when I was in un, in my undergrad, and we would literally be like in like this eating lounge area of our. Uh, of our program and a bunch of us would just have 3ds's out and we'd just be playing super smash, smash. in between classes yeah mm-hmm. like just like you would just hear us playing audibly and 
yeah, that game was so much fun. Right. And the idea of being, of being able to play Smash anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where was I was, awesome. it I changed, could play Smash. It changed parties in our friend groups on, oh, on yeah. a tee. Mm-hmm. No matter whether we were going to the movies or hanging out at a restaurant or just at the DMV. Yeah. Don't, don't judge where we party. <laughs> no, exactly. And it was, it, was, it was small enough, so I just yeah. put it in my pocket. And I, I'm like, I don't know if I still have mine. I had like a red one, and I'm like, I hope I still have it. Because I can't put a switch in my pocket. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's too big. It's way too big. I have a purse. I'm all right. You're good to go. <laughs> so I, I feel like yeah. I'd love to still have it to play that game. Yeah, Nintendo mm-hmm. Smash the DS is the last cartridge that I left in there. Like I bought that and I was like, you're never coming out. Yep. That's done Same. deal. Doesn't nice. matter. <laughs> and what about you, Joe? I have far too many memories. I will try to make them fast. <laughs> game wise, I think The Rhythm is probably one of my favorite games, the Dragon Quest one. I play that game for probably 10 out of the 12 hours of a flight to Japan almost every time we go. Yeah. I love that game. And I play it almost exclusively when I travel because there's always, like, the music is so good. Um, yeah, and soothing, a it, lot of them. It's fantastic. It really is. Uh, I can say I, I love 3DSs so much so that while we were in Japan, I bought the Animal Crossing Wild World uh, 3DS that came out there with the game already put on it. I bought a used copy of it, a used 3DS because that's what we found. And it was I was like tr- I was trying to talk myself into buying it. Brian's like, let's just buy it. I'm like, no, no, it's too expensive. I don't need another 3DS. I was like, but it's Animal Crossing. It's fine. It's already preloaded on there. I'm like, what if it's not preloaded? I don't speak Japanese, Brian. I don't understand how to read any of this. I spent the entire flight back from Japan trying to figure out how to play Animal Crossing in Japanese. Yeah. It was very difficult. I had it like six yeah. months before everybody else did. Yeah. It was great. So <laughs> worth it. It was so, so worth it. And I think my, however, my favorite memory is probably, I broke my foot a couple of years ago and I couldn't walk around and hang out with my friends. And once again, having that Japanese 3DS came in super handy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian was able to, when I got the crappy news that I was going to be another at least six weeks before I was able to walk again, uh, I was really bummed about it. And I was like, oh man, this sucks. I'm crutching around, miserable. Brian's like, you know, Smash Brothers comes out in a week in Japan. And I'm like, yeah, I can't play it yet. It doesn't come out here. And he's like, we have a Japanese 3DS. Oh, he's like, we can, oh, we can yeah. put it on the Japanese room. Like, no, we can't. We don't have a Japanese setup. He goes, well, if the person left all their info in there, it's already set up in there. I'm like, no, it's not. It was totally all what? in their stuff. <laughs> so all we had to do was put money on that, that account, essentially. It just needed a Japanese address, and you're allowed to log in. And it let us do it. And I was able to play Smash Brothers <laughs> way earlier than expected. So while everybody's having a great time, we're all hanging out. I took it out to dinner with us, and I just passed it around the table so everybody could play the, the Smash Brothers. I remember that. Yeah, yeah it was so Or fun. hearing about it. It. That's it was awesome. so fun. So yeah, 3DS is there. They're pretty bomb. I love them. Right yeah, on. Well, thank you great. for taking us down memory lane, all of you. Exactly. Um, let's real quick. It uh, uh, the 3DS ended up selling over 75 million consoles, Oof. with a total of 384 million games. More wow. than that wow. uh, got got sold in that system. And uh, yeah, and. And any quick, any just throw out some real favorite games right there. For me, it's Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Uh, it was Fantasy Life, actually. Yeah. Fantasy, Fantasy Life is dope. Rub yeah. rabbits. Red rabbits. <laughs> I loved Rub rabbits. Saving that girl from the scorpions was the best. <laughs> I mean, Ocarina of Time. Playing it again. It, yeah. it gave me the chance to play it again. I played Majora's I Mask for the first time on the 3DS. Same. Did yeah. anyone Brilliant. actually use the 3D feature? Yes. Yeah. Never. I, I tried. I never turned it on. And I yeah. did not care for it. No. Love I, the system. Not yeah. I played that AR stuff, especially when it came out. Oh, the oh, AR the stuff. The AR games AR with the 3D. Yeah, I, I was in, like, I was invested <laughs> in getting high scores on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, look. Look at this the, the gerbil on my table. 
Isn't that cool? I don't know if it was a gerbil. <laughs> but it was something. people's faces on things to shoot oh, them. Yeah. Like that, the, the shooting game it had that you had to have the 3D on to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like take a picture of your friends and your friends all of a sudden became goofy faced things inside yeah. games. I was, I was all about that funny. 3D to begin with. And in games itself though, no. But it was, it was, it, it depended. Some games benefited from it and they had a slider so you could be super 3D or not. Sometimes I just do it a little bit to get mm-hmm. a little bit of like extra, extra knock on there. Animal Crossing was fun like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I would play with it like that. I, uh, I I always turned it on Nate to is begin just with. naughty no yeah. judgingly at me. Yeah, I turned it on to begin with just be like, what does this game look like in 3D? Okay, and then just no. turn it back <laughs> yeah. off. Yep. Or yeah. if you do do it, like you can't move. You put it on, you yeah. find a sweet spot, and you're like, gotta stay rigid. Yeah. Or else I can't see it. Exactly. Yeah. And then if there's like a cool like cutscene or something like that, I'll turn it on see if yeah. I can see around a couple of things. So but that was it. Uh, the 3DS got allowed me to play some of the old Final Fantasy games, uh, mm-hmm. like four and I think five. They re-released or two even. Yeah. And so I was able to play that and and then put the 3d on to make it even kind of more dynamic and more mm-hmm. up to date i so yeah it, it brought a lot of experiences the puzzles were dope in 3d oh yeah the, the puzzles. Oh, puzzles 3D puzzles yeah, yeah when you collected all the puzzle pieces yeah you actually can oh, view it in 3d in the, yeah yeah yeah, that was street really pass. Awesome. yeah 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 that was great awesome stuff yes but uh thank you 3ds thank you nintendo uh it's been a good ride makes me curious as to I mean, I know the Switch is now their handheld device, pretty much, but I'm just curious if they're going to make another pocket-sized kind of thing ever again. Yeah. If they do, it'll be like a retro. It'll be like a Game Boy Micro or yeah. something. I yeah. hope so, but I, I don't so. think I hope they so, will. too. But phones yeah. don't even fit in your pocket anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, yeah, my phones phone are does. the new, I think, what they're going to be going into, because they've released the Mario Karts online, the the, the Super Mario yeah, right. World, Jump, yeah. Dr. Mario. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Mario. I would buy a Nintendo phone. I would get yeah, Apple 100%. right now to buy a Nintendo phone. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Right there. The gaming phone. The, uh, yeah. Just a pure yeah. gaming Nintendo phone. I'd do it. I almost wanted that PlayStation one they made like uh, five or six years ago. That oh, was, yeah, it was yeah. dope too. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so Viacom Dios 3DS. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Great memories. And like all of our memories, it really was community-based. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was it, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So, I've... That would do it for our mighty morsel of tasty topic. <laughs> now that brings us to our dragon of the week. It's the dragon of the week. So don't you freak. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you tweak. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to shine a little light, show a little love to our gaming aficionados are 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 people that make the games yeah you know people who are involved with it they don't even have to yeah. be making the games they could be game yeah. adjacent what this game just didn't appear out no. of nowhere what? was it magic no <laughs> it was magic but it was people magic <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic we like i'm not having an affluent day guys <laughs> you don't have to yeah, i was about to say no, no one's gonna know that <laughs> it's all good uh, but this week, Troy's going to be bringing it to us. Whoa, what's up, y'all? Troy here with the bona fide, certified, dignified <laughs> dragon of the week for you all. And it, oh, man. <laughs> it's going to take place in the 1800s. Yeah. I really shouldn't write these beforehand too much. I just I get too into it. You do. But I have to. I got to. Um, so this is a dragon, but it is a rabid dragon at that. Yes. Michel Ancel, the creative driving force behind such games as the critically acclaimed Peter Jackson's King Kong, 
the cult classic Beyond Good and Evil, and he's the proud papa of all things in the Rain Man franchise, including those adorable, horrifying menaces we lovingly know as the Rabbit. Uh, so I picked him this week because he officially actually retired last week. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, from a career of over 30 years in the industry. Wow. And to my shame, when I read this article, um, I was like, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> so to save you all from my shame, let me share with you what I learned about this game developer extraordinaire, Michel Ansel. So Michel was born in 1972 in Monaco. So yes, a French man through and through. Is that okay with you, Brian? That's okay. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's cool, okay. cool. That's all right, okay. so I just wanted to check. It's the French Canadians. Ah, yeah, you got to watch the, out for those. Yeah, Montre- yeah. That hybrid. Keep your hate to yourself, robot. <laughs> Damn. We love, we love for all. We love for all. French Canadian just don't keep, compute. That right. long-standing rivalry between French Canadians and robots. That's right. Just, <laughs> you guys just don't know, okay? One, it's underground. One, one for the ages. Uh, so Michel got his start in video games super early. He had a very natural knack for the graphical arts, and he also had a natural knack for teenage confidence. Because <laughs> at the age of 17, he put himself into the classified ads as a, a, of a local newspaper to get work. 17? Like, at that age, I was, like, busy for getting my lines for the school play. <laughs> and he was out here starting his career. Uh, also worth noting, he I think he did have a kid when he was 16. <laughs> so, oh. I, I would also be in the... <laughs> wow. He had some motivation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what do you know, he actually got hired off the bat by a man named Nicholas Chacron. Um, now, Nicholas had just become one of the first full-time employees for a new startup game company called Ubi Space Soft. Now, that's that's Ubi with a space in the middle soft, not like Ubi Space Moon and Stars Soft, nothing like that. Um, it, which also actually led me to think, like, Ubi Space Soft, if it's two words... What is an Ubi and why is it soft? Um, I did look this up. I don't know, have time for it right now. So maybe at the end, we'll see. Otherwise, it may be my own content, but it's not that interesting. <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool. Though. Whoa, whoa, it's we cool. make everything interesting, okay. sir. I think you should tell everybody on the friend zone. Okay, we'll friend zone. Ooh, Check us out next Wednesday on the friend zone on That's Twitch. Right. I will explain how Ubisoft got its name. So, anyway, uh, Michelle Ansel uh, started working as a graphic artist for his new friend Nicholas on his first two games. And after that, after the, uh, seeing his talent through various works, Ubisoft was like, you know what? All right. You can work on. Come, you can work with us. Come on over. Hey, come on. And they hired Ansel. This was about 1988 or so. He went on to program and design his first game in 1990 called Brain Blaster. Anybody play it? Brain Blaster? Yeah. It sounds super familiar to me. Yeah, you it, it does. Yeah. What, what kind of game was it? Do you remember? Was it like a like a puzzle game? I think. No, I don't think it was a puzzle game. Actually, I think even it though it was a brain like blaster, it was a math like game. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did play that. Yes. Yeah. Well, this was this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, he turned his focus to game direction. He did some programming and graphics for it, but he wanted to direct his own game. And he started working on a charming platformer called Rayman, which was a huge hit, came out in 1995, and paved the way for this man's awesome career. So what I like about Ansel is that the titles that I've played of his and the videos that I've seen of the others, they feel more like interactive art than just like a game. Mm -hmm. Like the music, the animation, there's a goofiness to it that resonates really deep for me. And yet there's also a deep air of like, like distinguished artistry at the same time. (laughs) It's like being serious, but not too serious. (laughs) Uh, For example, like one of my favorite games of his is Raymond Origins. Uh, The music is played by like this really sophisticated jazz jazz band. It's kind of like the movie Birdman. 
Um, but their tracks, while it's like technically really well uh, produced, they're all playful music. They're very childish. They're very raw in like the pure sense of the word. And it's that mixture that I think he envelops all of his work in. It's like um, a classical or- orchestra with a didgeridoo. <laughs> yes! That's a thousand percent right. You nailed it. <laughs> and visually, it's like the same idea too. It's vibrant and beautiful. It's lush. And it's got personality. I think that's probably the word I'm looking for is all of his work has a really distinct personality to it. Uh, so for the decade, he primarily made Rayman games, uh, but he also made the critically acclaimed Beyond Good and Evil, a 2003 adventure game that was way ahead of its time. It was beyond ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But unfortunately, uh, this game was a commercial failure. It was. <laughs> like, a huge commercial failure. It was failure. a critical success, but mm. a commercial failure. Yeah. But it wasn't all gloom. Nope. Uh, sad for the developers, but not all gloom because the game engine he helped develop for Beyond was used by Ubisoft to create Prince of Persia Sands of Time. Ooh. They literally just took uh, Beyond Good and Evil and then redressed it as <laughs> Prince of Persia, gave it some new moves. But the combat was very similar and uh, the the look was very similar as well as far as the textures. They're like, we're going to get our money out of this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just make it time-traveling Aladdin, yeah, right? Done, right? Done. done. Yeah, yeah. And that game was pretty much the polar opposite of a commercial failure. Like, yep. it, it is, it, they're remaking it right now. It, 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 Disney made it into a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not a great movie, but a movie. It, it, was, a movie. it was a fun movie. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Beyond Beyond Good and Evil actually garnered a cult following over time, though. And luckily, one of the members of that cult was Peter Jackson. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings guy. He came to Michelle and was like, look, I'm coming out with a King Kong movie. Yeah, Jack Black's in it. It's going to be dope. But, like, (laughs) check it. All those game companies I gave my Lord of the Rings assets to, well, those games were bunk. You, however, you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Will you make my King Kong and Michelle was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> and he did. And it was a critical and a commercial success. Yep. Because he was able to balance playing as the human and King Kong and, like, find the parallels between the two, which is what the movie is all about, the, wow. the whole premise of King Kong. Uh, he worked on more Rayman over the next decade, but after that, he was a little more hands-off, and that's when the rabbits took over. <laughs> he kind of, like, let loose of the wheels, and rabbits were like, wow, this is ours now. And then all <laughs> those rabbits game came, rabbit games came out. He was for him, but he just didn't directly, like, make him. Yeah, exactly. I was an avid fan of the rabbits. Hell yeah. yeah. I, was, I was all about that that stupid, like, shake the Wiimote, slap right. the rabbit games. Like, it was terrible, we but had, I loved it. We had, like, the plunger gun that you put the Wiimote in so you could play the <laughs> no. game. Yeah, I still have it. Sitting yeah. there. Oh, my gosh. I want to see I'll that. I'll take a picture of it. Yes, please. <laughs> Check out our social media. It'll be yeah. down there. When he made the rabbits, he was trying to make just enemies for Rayman, and they were going to be robot rabbits. Or they were going to be rabbit zombies, and he couldn't really decide like which one to go with. So he kind of went with both. Yeah, oh, that's because <laughs> they're kind of like these droning, like they come in numbers. They're all identical for the most part, and they just go ah, ah yeah. <laughs> <at> you. <laughs> so I found that to be pretty cool. Flash forward to 2014, he started his own game company called Wild Sheep. And there he started working on a prehistoric open world game where you're a human who can control animals. He also continued to work with Ubisoft to bring the sequel of uh, Beyond Good and Evil to fruition. But then last week, well, he retired. And maybe it was this hellish year or maybe it was just time. But either way, he felt he was done and wanted to focus his time on other aspects of his life, primarily his wildlife sanctuary. That, right? Is it, a, is it a rabbit sanctuary? <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. 
actually now that I think about it, his game that he was making was called Wild, where you like take over animals. This is just what he was doing in his spare time. Yeah, right. He yep. was just like, I'm a fox. I'm a fox. I'm a fox. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this all the time. This is way better. Um, so, so yeah, I guess in a way, he's playing the real video game of yeah. life. <laughs> That's awesome. See, it, him retiring just says to me that he finished the story on Beyond Good and Evil Two. That's what I'm hoping. So I'm hoping, hey, I got done with the story. I'm good. So he knew leaving would definitely raise a lot of questions with mm-hmm. those hotly anticipated games. So when he left, he explained what he was going to do. He's also went out of his way to assure everyone that production on those two games are autonomous at this point, that like they're in great hands. All, okay. the, all great people are there and they're still going to come out, you know, when they're supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. He's just he he's at the point where he doesn't need to personally be there anymore. Awesome. So he stepped off. Wow. And he's going to let it just this ride itself out. Okay. So in closing, Michelle Ansel found a way to make games, I think, for everybody. Uh, they don't feel like kiddie games, yet they aren't steeped in maturity either. Um, and I think it's that nice balance that makes him has made him such an asset to the games industry and a talent that I think will sorely be missed. He's also only 48. <laughs> yeah. He'll be back. He started when he was 17. Yeah. He's he'll only be- 48. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Beyond Good and Evil 3. Yeah. But awesome. Well, nicely well done. Uh, where's the sanctuary at? Did you happen to know that? Oh, uh, no. I probably, I think it's where he lives. I didn't, that I didn't go sense. that far. Yeah. No, I was just <laughs> wondering. Like, just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to dox him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, you don't want to visit? No. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. But I saw a picture. It looked mountainy. <laughs> That's a good description. Know. Mountainy. Yeah. Maybe it's France. Probably, if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not French Canadian, because they have Mounties there. And no. <laughs> yes, they have French Mounties there. Yeah. <laughs> they have robots, those Mounties. Yeah, I know, we can't do Gotta it. Gotta watch can't out. Oh, I t- want to play a game where you're a Mountie hunting robots now. See, I wanted to watch the anime version of that. Oh, that would also be really good. But it's like that French anime. Oh. <laughs> French anime. Yeah, French anime. That's, that's the proper name. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, the studio that made Fantastic Four was phenomenal. I don't know what you're talking about. It's true. It's, it's true. a great cartoon. <laughs> it was a great cartoon. Well, nicely done with your dragon. What was his name again? Michel Ansel. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Wow. <laughs> 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 But you can always find us online. That's right. Check us out on Instagram. That's where you can keep up with all the happenings we got going on, whether it's our Twitch schedule or a podcast schedule or or just some fun collection things that we're going to be showing. We've been having a a really active Instagram recently, so hop in and join in the fun. Join in the conversation. But don't forget to also check out our Twitter uh, that we primarily use as a microphone for a lot of the indie games that are coming out there today. Mandy, do you have a special indie game that you've been having your eye on this week? I do. This week, I would like to shout out to Katarina Fables. It is a 3D farming sim with adorable animals instead of boring old humans. Developed by Twin Heart Games, this charming RPG combines classic farming with lighthearted adventure. Look for Kataria Fable in virtual stores next year. Thank you, Mandy. And uh, also make sure to check out our Twitch, as we mentioned earlier. That is twitch.tv backslash Taste of Dragons to see our full schedule. We have so much fun uh, all week long. Can't wait to have more. And uh, finally, yeah, if you would like to, please leave leave a little uh, comment or a rating on whatever podcast you're listening to this on. Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Google, wherever you are. We just want to hear from you, see how you're doing. If you can. Go ahead and drop a, a little rating for us. We'd appreciate it. That's right. Or if you have any uh, comments or criticism or even some praise for us, drop us a DM. 
uh, in either one of the Twitter or the Instagram or even comments yeah. when we're when we're twitching. Obviously, we like to talk. So yeah. <laughs> let's keep the conversation going. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and thanks for listening. So, yeah. All right. So as always, though, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's day.